God, our Father, from the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So I was watching The Chosen the other day. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'd never seen it before, but I was watching it because I'll be leading Bible study on Thursdays. Come January, and I needed to catch up because I'd never watched it before. And one scene stuck out to me. It was a scene between little John and Jesus. Now, if you haven't seen the show, that's okay. It's only in my introduction that this matters, and we'll go past it and move on. But in this scene, little John has a condition that makes it hard to walk. And he's wondering why Jesus hadn't healed him of this ailments already. This conversation lasts for a while, but there's two things that Jesus said that's really stuck with me. The first is that he reminds little John of Isaiah chapter 35, where he says that he promises that he will leap like a deer in the new creation. And he ends the conversation, Jesus does, by saying, you will be healed. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. Not always very comforting words, is it? Grief heals all, or time heals all wounds. Try saying that to somebody who just lost their spouse. only a matter of time. And yet so often the problems we face just seem to be bigger than that. When it's hard to walk, maybe when it's hard to breathe, maybe when it's hard to see, when it's hard to conceive, when it's hard to trust. Because frankly, this pro the problems of this world, this fallen, sinful creation that we are in, well, they seem bigger than just time. They seem bigger. And so often, the problems of this world are not just external, but internal. Because we are the ones who are selfish. We are the ones who are lustful, the ones who are hateful, the ones who are greedy, the ones who are envious. So yes, we have a lot of problems on the outside in this world, but also inside. Well, in our Old Testament reading today, the Israelites of Isaiah's day are no strangers to a world that can overwhelm them. Because Isaiah in, Isaiah in chapter 40 is writing to a people who are living in exile. They've watched their holy city burn. They've watched as their leaders were carted off in chains. Most, if not all, of these people have lost loved ones because they've been put to the sword by an enemy who does not worship God. And now they themselves have been moved into a foreign land living amidst the people who do not worship God and who do not care about them. And why are they in that situation? 
Because they worshipped other gods. Because they stopped worshipping the one true God. And so here they are. In exile. Ruled by people who are evil. Who overwhelm and destroy Israel. And then we hear Isaiah's words. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. See, in the midst of exile, an exile that the Jews full well deserved, God brings comfort. Comfort, comfort, my people. They no longer have a war to fight. They are now forgiven, and in fact, God says that they have paid double for their sins, and so their payment is done. It's over. The evil that is in their midst, the evil that they have come, that has been brought upon their heads, it's done. For Isaiah continues, A voice cries in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. In other words, Yahweh himself is coming to his people in the midst of a desert. Now in the midst of a desert, speak especially true to people in Judah, because they live in a desert. But it's not just a physical, real desert. It's also a metaphorical. It's both. Because they are living in exile. A proverbial desert. Because those people around them do not worship God. And yet there is where God has promised to come. In the midst of a desert. So not only is their warfare over, not only are their sins forgiven, not only is their payment ended, but also God himself is going to come into their midst. And he will lift up the valleys, level the mountains, and reveal the glory of the Lord that all living may see that glory. It's only a matter of time. Now, that amount of time for them, for those Israelites of Isaiah's day, was 700 years. The people living in exile were able to leave that exile after a mere 40. But they had to wait 700 years to see the fulfillment of this promise. A voice in the wilderness crying, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight to the desert a highway for our God. 700 years after Isaiah says those words, John the Baptist comes. And in the middle of the desert, cries out, Make straight the way of the Lord. See, the uncomfortable reality that we live in is that God fulfills his promises. In his own time. But he always fulfills them. It's just a matter of time.
Peter, in our New Testament lesson today, reminds us, do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. See, the Lord is gracious and moves in his own time. But he always keeps his promises. He will lift up every valley. He will make every mountain and every hill low. We will see the glory of the Lord when Christ himself returns. See, in Advent, we often get sidetracked and think that Advent is only about the baby Jesus coming and being born and lying in a manger. But Advent is not merely about the baby Jesus. It is about all the comings of Christ. And he come, came, yes, as a baby 2,000 years ago. But he will come again on the last day to bring you, Trinity, to be with him. That is his promise to you. That is his promise to his people, to his church, to Trinity Lutheran Church. That you, you who may have a hard time walking, may have a hard time breathing, may have a hard time seeing, may have a hard time conceiving, may have a hard time trusting, may have a hard time doing anything, well, you, you too will lead like a deer. You too will have every tear wiped away. You too will spend eternity glorifying and praising God. It's only a matter of time. So the reality is that may not always be comforting, but it does remind us that it's coming. Not on your timetable, not on my timetable, but even better, on his timetable. And his, God's time, well, that is the best time. Because Peter reminds us that he is not slow to fulfill his promise, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. And so in this Advent season, as we wait for the Lord's timing, we spend this season in repentance. Because yes, the chaos of this world can threaten to overwhelm, but so can our sin. And so we spend this time repenting. Trusting in the word of God, trusting in Christ and his promises that he will keep them, that he will bring us to be with him in that new creation where we will all be leap like deer. It's just a matter of time. So be patient, for the Lord is coming to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. To God alone be the glory.
Amen.